Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Okay, stop saying names now, everyone. No more names. <laughs> we do not gossip before we start recording. That is. We never gossip. How dare you all accuse us of that? What? I do not want to get known as a gossip. The classic one was when I gossiped about somebody when they were sitting in the car behind me. Oh, I hope they're listening to this podcast, Maureen, because I, I can't wait for them to relive that experience again. <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. I did the same thing when I was in junior high. I was bad-mouthing some girl on the bus and who was sitting two rows behind me oh, and heard every single word. Yeah, oh. bad move. And I'm not a bad-mouther, but in that instance, and then I was like, the one time I let go in public... <laughs> There they are. <laughs> As, you don't let rip very often. And when no, you, you do, it's a joy, I must say. Because <laughs> I'm very much used to Maureen wanging on about the same three people. Always as if it's the first time she said it. It's like, I do know your feelings about this person for the last 11 years. Alison, you, you very rarely um, speak ill of the living. That's why I like being around you guys because I'm like, all right, I'm going to open up. Do you know, my mum, who it makes me look shy and bashful, she went on the Trans-Siberian Express and she said to me, there was an Australian she didn't like. She went, I waited three days, Maureen. And they went up to her and said, get out of my fucking way and don't you ever come near me. But I waited three days and she was really proud that she'd waited three days before she told him to fuck off. Absolutely. Why not? I mean, take that 72 hours and really <laughs> stew. Yes, I really want to tell you to fuck off. Yeah. But they're on a train. When you come around to saying it, don't say it at the point where you're like, you find you vaguely irritating. Really wait until you're raging <laughs> and then let it out. Let it, let out. it out. Just at that point. Have you ever done that thing? I bet Maureen has. Listen, Maureen, I bet you've done this where you're slagging someone off on the old texture and yeah. you send it to the person. You're slagging off. Yes. The amount of times that Maureen will be like slagging someone off to me. So I've already now I am complicit in this slagging off. And the person she's slagging off is like a foot away. <laughs> so now I am part of this whole slagging off experience. By the way, I often have no ill feeling towards a person that Maureen's I'm just like, or either indifferent or don't know them. And then they now have a vendetta against me. And I'm like, I want to let everybody know I'm just here listening to what Maureen is saying but I am now persona non grata due to something that I've actually never done or said or <laughs> I just happened to be sitting next to Maureen when she did it and boom I got blocked wow yeah I don't even say anything that bad well I mean it was bad enough Maureen <laughs> 
it's sort of negative, I guess it's bad enough for people to be like, what? Me? Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. my voice carries. No shit. But we're on the podcast now. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> How's everyone's week been? Alison, me and Jen went to see Hannah Gadsby at the Palladium. I saw you two out on your Hannah Gadsby date and I was brimming with jealousy. How was it? First off, I know you two had a lovely time out, but how was the whole evening seeing the show? Was it great? We met Leanne first. Aww. We met Leanne, our producer, and we had some lovely food. We had a margarita pracatan. And, uh, well, they first tried to get me to eat vegan. That didn't last long. No one tried to get you to do anything, Maureen. Let that. I really, I, I really want that to be clear. We met somewhere where they happened to serve vegan food, and then we left that place and went somewhere. The fact this is Maureen going. Then they tried to make me. We went. I don't think Maureen will like this food. Let's go somewhere that we think Maureen will like. And so we left that place. Without trying a single item of food, Maureen. <laughs> just, I mean, where that... Sometimes you're a very annoying woman. Um, just particularly, this is, this is classic Maureen. First of all, I pay for drinks. Leanne pays for a dinner. What does Maureen get for that? They tried to make me eat vegan food. Ah, they tried to buy me a vegan meal. No one tried to make you do anything, Maureen. What happened was is... You got your cocktails paid for, then you got your dinner paid for, and then you went to see a show and you had a lovely time for free. <laughs> that I arranged the tickets for. And I got to meet Dawn French, who was very lovely. Oh. Yes! Thank you! Oh, my God! And was it nice to see Hannah? Had you met Hannah face-to-face before, Maureen? Yes. Okay, yeah. so you've known. Yeah, no, Maureen has met Hannah on numerous occasions. So far to say is that they know each other quite well. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah knows Maureen well enough, let's be honest. <laughs> But I did feel sorry for Hannah because she looked absolutely exhausted. Because she's broke her leg. What? Yeah, she broke her leg. And also she'd just been ill. Prior to that, she'd had COVID. Oh, she had the old Rona and a broken leg and now she's... And now she's got shingles. Bloody hell. I mean, could it get any worse? (laughs) But the show is great. It's so funny. I mean, she's such a funny person off stage anyway, just the way she phrases stuff. But it's a really, really funny show. I mean, she filled out the Palladium for like how many nights? And we were like... Four nights? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. I know. Maureen and I were like, you know. We could fill the foyer, maybe. (laughs) Or you wait. 2054. Um, We will sell a 200-seat theatre. (laughs) Can I just say, me and Jen have sold out the retro bar. It's slightly smaller than the Palladium, admittedly. It's 40-seater. But you know what? It's still sold out. sold out. (laughs) It's a sellout show, Maureen. (laughs) To be honest, if it wasn't, I'd just move the seats and just claim it was sold out anyway. Yeah, it'd be 22 seats and that's all there'd be there. Sold out. <laughs> so that was our highlight. What, what about you, Alison? What have you been up to? You know what? I had a lovely couple of gigs in Manchester, so I got to be home all weekend, which was really nice. nice. Oh, so nice. One night I was even home by 10 (gasps) on my settee in my pajamas by 10.20. That never happens. And I worked, so it was like, that's a lovely weekend for me, everyone. Comics get very excited when you get home early, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you guys I got a text from my doc to tell me that my BMI is too high? That's what you want to hear on a Friday morning. How does he know? Apparently, I got weighed probably about two years ago, and they're like, listen, we're following up on that weigh-in from two years ago, and uh, your BMI is high. Good morning. Friday morning, you are overweight. Would you like us to contact you about (laughs) a program we can enroll you in? Oh, yeah, that'll change all my... You're going to tell me to eat an apple? Is that it? One time I had a doctor say to me, he goes, here's the thing. It's just like, you know, if you're craving to eat something, why don't you just replace it with a fruit or a vegetable? And I honestly wanted to punch what? him in the face. I want to like, grab a carrot and shove it up his bum. Oh, is that all I have to do? Just not eat or eat vegetables? Is that it? Like, if it was that easy, doctor. Yeah, I've never been in a situation where I've gone, oh, God, I really fancy a snack, and then thought, I know, I'll just whip a cucumber out. I mean, that is not... Not something I've ever... Let me get that oh, yeah. celery. Well, I got an email from my bank warning me about five online relationship scams. Could you imagine somebody trying to get money out of me? I mean, good luck. No, Maureen doesn't even open an email if she doesn't know who it's from. <laughs> or she'll send it to me and go, what do you think about this? Well, I think it's a promoter and they seem to want to give you a gig. <laughs> Maybe give him a call. She's like, I haven't read it. What are you... <laughs> I used to go to a Christian club when I was young and my dad was worried I'd become, you know, get into some cult. And he was like... <laughs> 
he said to me, mind you, get to the point you've got to give them all your money. The whole brainwashing system would break down. I was like, that is true, actually. Yeah, that's not happening. 100%. Anyone coming around asking for money from Maureen, good luck. I know. Jen was there when Sean Walsh took one of my chips from my plate. That didn't go down well. Do you remember in the pub? No, I don't remember, but it sounds familiar. But <laughs> I'd be annoyed if someone, I don't care who they are, taking my food. Like order your own chips. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. These are not sharing. Right. I didn't say, hey, everyone, I'm going to order chips. Let's all eat them. I said, can I get some chips? Thank you, Alison. And also, it's that thing, isn't it, where you order chips and then the person you're with goes, oh, no, no, I don't, I'm not going to have chips. I'll just have a salad. And you go, OK, well, enjoy your salad. And then they go, can I have some of your chips? It's like, oh. uh, no. no, if you want chips, <laughs> get your own chips. Yeah. And eat your own chips because exactly. these are my chips. Uh, I hope that's made that clear to everybody. Everyone listening, if you eat with us, get your own chips. Eat your own chips. <laughs> i tell you what I don't like, and I don't know if I've talked about this in WTB before. God only knows I've got three anecdotes, so they do go around on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you go out for dinner with somebody... This never happens with Maureen and I. Literally has never happened, so I never have to worry about it. But frequently when I go out with Chloe, she and I will both go, oh, I want whatever that meal is. I don't know if this has happened with you and Danny. And Chloe will say, oh, oh, well, I, I won't have that then. I'll have this. And I'm like, why? Have the thing that you want. No, 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 because we'll share. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to eat all of this. And then if you want this, you order it and then you can eat all of that. But Chloe won't do that. She'll say, no, 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 no. And then she'll order a thing that she kind of doesn't really want because she doesn't want to order the same thing that I've got. And then she'll eat the thing that she doesn't want and then say, can I have some of yours? Because I don't really want this. And then that sends me into a tailspin. Order the thing that you want and eat it. This is what I'm saying. This has never happened with Maureen. Maureen would never order a thing that she doesn't want. That would never happen. No. And if Maureen was ordering by some miracle, we were ordering the same thing. If I had a moment where I went, I just want a chicken Kiev. And that could happen, <laughs> let's be honest. Maureen would eat her chicken Kiev and I would eat my chicken Kiev. I, yeah. It, yeah. Does this logic... Would this it agree? makes perfect sense to me. Absolute oh. sense, yeah. What is Chloe doing? Can we talk about that? Not ordering the thing that she wants because I've ordered it. We can't order the same thing. Why? What you should do is lie, so you're going to get something else. Let her order, yes. and then you order it. I was going to say, from now on, you do the second order, and you go, do your thing, and then be like, actually, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to have the same thing she's having. Oh, and watch it happen. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. You guys are devious, but I like it. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to food, I think that's where Maureen and I are each other's spirit animals, because yes. I really feel... You know, food is a big thing. The morning radio show that I've been doing with Haley, if I start to talk about food, Haley's like, all right, we got to stop. We got to stop or she won't stop. And I'll be like, no, but it's just if you're eating a potato chip, she's like, no, we're done. We're done. I love talking food. <laughs> I love talking food. Actually, do you know what I've realized? This is what's been missing from this podcast. We do not talk enough about all three of us. We love food, albeit Maureen's got a slightly narrower. In the 70s. Very much a 70s vibe. But the food that Maureen likes, you love, right? You're not indifferent to food, are you, Maureen? Like those people, Alison. Do you know any of these people that say things like, oh, I just eat because I have to. I don't really... I don't really like, I'm not really bothered about food. Who are, what? Where does your joy come from? So you have joy in other aspects of your life? I don't understand that. If you don't have joy eating food, then let me tell you, you're dead on the inside. Well, you're probably a lot thinner than all of us. But... Probably very healthy. But... <laughs> yeah, but they're probably not very healthy, Alison, because they don't like eating. So they're not eating the right things. They're just eating for fuel. So what are they eating? They're just eating crap. I think maybe this is the bit that's been missing from the podcast, food talk. Hey, what a great new section. Food talk. I like I mean, it. Maureen would talk about the same th three things, chicken, kievs, roast potatoes and cheese and pineapple on a stick. But still. So then maybe what we should do next week when we start off and when we get into how was your week, why don't we try to find a meal of the week? What have you eaten that you like? This was my, yeah, let's do that yeah. as a little beginning to the intro. Yeah. Okay, very quick. <laughs> One thing that you've eaten this week that you really enjoyed. Maureen, go. Chicken curry takeaway. What about that Massaman curry we had the other night? That was really oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that was really nice as well. Two curries, though, both curry. She's in a curry zone. Yeah. Okay. Alison? My brother-in-law brought me back some potato chips from Mela, Malaga. I forget. Malaga? Yeah. They're called Takis, T-A-K-I-S, and they were like a rolled-up hot potato chip. 
delicious. Oh my God, I'm in. So good, so good. Same meal that Maureen had. I had a chicken Penang curry. Now, chicken Penang is usually quite creamy and, and it's not very spicy hot, but this wasn't too creamy and had a, a zingy kick to it, mm. which I might say or went down a bloody treat. This is all we need, isn't it? Just yeah. one thing that we've eaten that we've enjoyed. Oh. So now we've done that. Let's go find out how the fuck Maureen's done something weird this week. Maureen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'd managed to block myself as a spam sender. I chose my own number and my own contact to block. <laughs> oh my God, Maureen, I don't understand. I mean, I understand, but I don't understand. I've got to shut this down now. I've got to shut it down. I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but not as a Be More Maureen moment. We might advise people not to do this because I told this story at a birthday party dinner oh god and i thought how i acted is like the only way you could act and then everyone just looked absolutely gobsmacked and went you didn't do that and i went yeah what else would i do and it turns out no one would have done this but i think it's the best way to react so anyway what on earth could it have been Maureen? it was during a bus strike a tube strike in london which you know so the buses are really packed any londoner knows you don't stand at the front of the bus because they would open the doors but they have to open the middle of the doors to let people out so i'm doing that I jump in, bus is rammed, and I see an empty seat towards the back, right? So I walk to, I kind of, excuse me, excuse me, get to the back. This guy's got his food shopping on the seat. So I went, excuse me, mate, move your shopping. He went, nothing doing. And what do you mean nothing? I said, move your shopping. And then this guy who's sitting down went, just stand. I went, you just stand, right? Carried back on. I went, move your shopping. He went, nothing doing. He goes, you didn't show your ticket to the driver. I went, what are you, the ticket inspector? I said, you've only got the one ticket. You're only tied to the one seat. Move your shopping. He went, nothing doing. So you know what I did? I sat on it. Sat on the shopping. <laughs> I mean, my ass or the shopping. Guess who won that round? He moved to shopping. And then the guy that was being arsy with me, the other guy went, oh, pathetic. I went, oh, you should look in the mirror and you know what pathetic looks like. And uh, I can see how this was escalating. <laughs> and then it was so funny because everyone else on the bus was either looking in their newspaper, just looking straight ahead, like, don't look at the mad woman, don't look at the mad woman. But I thought, I'm not standing up for a load of shopping. Fair play. I don't think you should have stood up. And also, what? Would you two have done that? I probably would have moved his bags. I was thinking I would have taken his shopping and put it on the no, ground. But I said to him, if you don't move it, I'm going to sit on your shopping. So I warned him. He didn't move it. So I sat on his shopping. Fair play, Maureen. I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm behind. In fact, if I'd been with you, I would have sat. On top of you, on top of the shopping. <laughs> I wiggled my arse around as well, so the shopping got a fool, you know. I would have said, you know what, I'm not even wearing underwear and uh, I'm just going <laughs> to let you know that <sighs> some of those fresh vegetables. I really enjoyed your <laughs> celery. Enjoy it now as well. Um... <laughs> Honestly, I told people that and everybody went, what, you sat on his shopping? I went, well, yeah, you wouldn't move it. That is the rudest thing ever. The one thing I have learned in this country is bags are not for seats. Seats are for people. They're not for bags. They're not for shopping. Move your crap. Move your shopping. I'm proud of you, Maureen, and you have inspired me to get a bit more aggressive if people are like that. I might get into a fight in the next couple of weeks, guys. I don't know what's going to happen. Don't get into a fight. Alison, can I recommend that you 100% don't do that? But equally, (laughs) I think we can assert ourselves. I think what you can do, Alison, which is something that neither Maureen nor I are able to because we don't have any charm uh absolutely charm free zone both of us we've got Maureen's charismatic i'd give her that but charm absolutely not so i think what you can do is you can be so nice that they are humiliated into moving their bags mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's like oh i don't think you meant to leave that there every now and again people would be like like if i said that it would come out like this i don't think you meant to leave that there and they'd be like i did actually you twat and i'd be like well i'm gonna fucking sit there so do you see what I mean? But yeah. I think the way you would say it is, oh, I, I don't I don't think you meant to leave this bag here, did you? Because it's, it's a seat. And they would go, oh, yes, sorry, I'll just move that for you. You see, I can't do it. Everything I say, even when I'm trying to be nice, has a, like an underlying sort of confrontation to it, an aggression. And I get that from my family. <laughs> so, But I 100% think that you have the ability to charm people into a situation where they look like twats. And, I, and use it. It's, it's a gift. You might be right, because there have been times where I thought I've been mean to somebody and then people didn't know that I was being mean. They're like, oh, that was really... I was like, oh, no, I was... I've got the other way. I think I'm being nice to people. And then people go, oh, I can't believe you just... I thought I was being nice. Wow, Maureen, that's next level. <laughs> Maureen accidentally clotheslined someone off a chair. 
I was just trying to give you a hug. I didn't mean to like punch you in the esophagus. Just helping you find a new seat. <laughs> I'm sorry your nana's uh, 92, but I was just being affectionate. Well, Maureen, that's a very different Beemle Mori moment. It's actually sort of treading on the Jen's goat territory, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. And Jen and I actually sat there this time and went, yeah. Normally in a Beemle Mori, I'm like, what are you talking about? 100% behind you. Yeah. Keep it packed and sit on it is what I say. <laughs> Take the food out of the bag and then, obviously, if it's not too heavy, just frisbee it around the... <laughs> Anyone want any ginger nuts? You fancy ginger nuts, sweetheart? Here you go. You can have them. Yeah, but, I mean, he was out of order. Yeah. Just move the shopping, innit? Absolutely. Maureen, thank you very much for your bit of money moment. But it is time to head over to Alison June-Smith because I know that she has the answer to a question and I cannot wait to find out what it is. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Go to the gym. Get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice, cause I ain't using it. No, no. No, no. Take my advice, I ain't using it. Hey, well, this week, I kind of went rogue, everyone. I went rogue. And I decided to make up my own kind of problem or my own question, my own thing. So this is what I did, everyone. A lot of people write in, and you know, all of my advice is always what? Usually journal, write out some lists, speak to a professional. You know, there's lots of things that I... But I thought, you know, so many times I say, is there someone you could talk to? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a little bit of time and talk about how to find a counselor or a therapist. Oh! Okay, good advice. Right? How to actually go about it and maybe what to be looking for when you're doing that. Because I think a lot of people, when you say, well, you know, talk to somebody or a therapist, the idea of doing it is like, well, where do you start? And if you just Google therapists, I mean, there's a million, you know, you have no idea. So I thought, that's that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. So first things that I wanted to bring up. So a counselor, there's a bit of a difference between a counselor and a therapist. Sometimes these things cross over. But just so you know, a counselor is usually someone who treats a patient over a relatively brief period of time. So let's say a counselor just helps you get over... Um, something, let's say grieving, uh, you've lost someone, a counselor. A therapist is usually there for a bit more longer term, right? So you're constantly kind of addressing some things, working through some stuff, perhaps going back to childhood, behavioral therapy, you know, because there's a lot of different types of therapy. There's like psychodynamic therapy, there's behavioral therapy, cognitive behavior. So there's a lot of different therapies. So counselor is usually a quicker one, therapist is usually a longer term one. Now, the thing that I would say, number one, if you are looking for a therapist or a counselor, is you want to make sure they are accredited, okay? So this includes looking at the British Association of Counseling, uh, a psychotherapy degree, but some sort of accreditation that you can Google and go, yeah, this is legit. They have had some training. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good counselors out there that maybe they haven't got the official training. Maybe they're good. But for me, I think when you go see someone, just so you know they've had the full education, I want you to look for some sort of accreditation. So what is in a good therapist or a counselor? Number one, someone who is a good listener. Okay? Someone who's just spouting at you all the time. That is to me not... Look, they need to listen. They need to help you understand what it is you're saying. They help you to see and bring attention to patterns in your behavior that you may not be aware of. You find them easy to talk to. Good therapists show their clients respect, a sincere interest in their well-being. They may not have an expensive couch or like, uh, you know, an office. In fact, a lot of good therapists and counselors share a building with other people, so they don't even have their own little space. It's more of like a general space that is shared through different therapists. I really want you to think about finding a therapist or a counselor as kind of dating. You have to find the right match. Okay? I think a lot of people get turned off of counseling or therapy because they get to someone and it didn't work for them. Look, the first one you get may not work. Shop around. Look for different ones. Because it might take you a little bit to find the person who is the right match. Where do we go to look for one? This is the biggest question. So I found mine 
she was a graduating student, and she needed to have practicum time. So I met her in Toronto. I was her very first person. So she was doing like 10 hours of practicum time. If you're low on income, this is a good place to start, actually. Because if I can say a lot of therapists that are near graduation or counselors that are near the end of their program, they have just been taught the most recent kind of tools they can use, things that are out there. And I'm going to say a student at this point is probably going to give you more than one who's been around for 20 or 30 years because they are trying to figure out for themselves as well what works best for them. So sometimes looking at a school is a nice way to do it. Now, if you've got a major problem, you might want to go to more of an expert. But if you're thinking about, I want to start talking to somebody about some general things in my life, I think that's a nice place to start. The other thing you can do is look at, when I went online... Now, this is the UK, but uh, I think across the world, there was uh, Psychology Today. And if you go to Psychology Today and look up Finding a Therapist, what I loved was there was a bunch of therapists, and they are now doing videos to introduce themselves. So you can actually hear what this person sounds like. What do they talk about? Who are they? I thought it was a really nice introduction. I watched like 10, and I got to say out of the 10 I watched, I was like, I would try that woman. So I thought that's a really nice way to look at it, too. Who are they? What do they seem like? Do they give you the right energy? Trust yourself a little bit because your gut is correct. The other place you can go to is through the NHS. They have, so what is it? It's NHS Mental Health. Find a psychologist. You can get recommended by your GP. You can also recommend yourself and look for a therapist that way. Now, sometimes there is a bit of a wait. This is what I want to recommend. If there is a wait time, but you can see a therapist this way because that way is free as well. Through the NHS is free therapy. In the meantime, go get some self-help books that maybe are talking about the issues that you are going through. There's a lot of hotlines that you can call where you could just get like a little bit of conversation one-on-one with somebody. And beyond Samaritans, there are a lot of hotlines that deal with specific sort of issues. So while you're waiting for that free NHS therapist, start to get into some things that you can explore the, the issue that is occurring with you. So when you go into that therapist, maybe you've done a little bit of thinking about what it is you want to talk about, what you want to get into. The other one that I found online that I loved, 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 www.mind.org.uk. Mind is a great place to start. They also have a list of other agencies, other places that can help you find a therapist. But under Mind, there was literally sections like how to find a therapist, where to go, what you should be looking for. I was blown away. So if I can recommend for the people in the UK, mind.org, really impressed with them and their process because their big goal is to help everyone get to a state of positive mental health. Really loved that. The other thing you can do, referrals from friends. Look, the therapist that I see, I have referred her to a couple other people and they have loved her as well because I see her energy. I know what she's about. And if I know someone that is, you know, I'll be like, I think this person's a good fit. Often people can recommend a better therapist than even an NHS professional, to be honest with you, because they have a better idea of the personality of the person, etc. Things that you should think about as you're going in to see a therapist, okay? What do you want to get out of therapy? What is their confidentiality policy? What if you cancel or miss a session? What is their, you know, do they charge or are they not charging? Can you reschedule? What concerns or worries do you have around therapy? Okay. These are all things that you can talk about your therapist too, because the first couple of sessions, I want you to realize you're not going to be getting into the nitty gritty of you and your problems. You're establishing if this person works for you. So being specific about what it is you want to address. Are there any specific traits that you specifically are looking for in a therapist? How much can you realistically afford? Sometimes therapists and counselors go on a sliding scale depending on your finances. Will they give you a free first session so you can meet them? Good therapists often do, so you can see if they're worthwhile. And will their therapy fit into your schedule? Please don't judge me for saying this, but sometimes location and timing also determines the therapist that you're going to see which is the beauty of the world we're living in right now because a lot of therapists prefer and do online. And I think that is a lot easier for everyone. Brings the costs down, makes it easier for you to do regularly into your life. 
These are just some general thoughts that I have about therapy and counseling. I hope that that gives you a good starting point. But really, mind.org.uk, that is the site that really, I thought it had some great information, everyone. Alison, thank you so much. Yes, Mind is a brilliant resource for all sort of issues around mental health. Yeah. From sort of extreme ends to um, mild depression. And so definitely use them. And I do think if you can get recommendation, that's great. I mean... I don't know how I got my therapist. I mean, there won't be any surprise to know that I'm in therapy for God's sake, will there? Yeah, I think I just got lucky. You can, um, you know, it is a bit of a potluck, but I think the resource I used was it was like a blanket overview. So you would get sort of interviewed or rather you put down all your, I am very unwell because of these reasons. And they go, oh, we think, we recommend that you go and see a therapist that deals with these things. And then they put you in touch with them and then that was it. So that was a really useful because that, that took away the pressure from me to make the decision about who I wanted to choose. And then after one session if or two or three sessions, if you're like, yeah, this isn't a great fit, they'd find you someone else. And it was pay what you can afford, which is also great, isn't it? Because I think, you know, money really does stop you from getting the help that you need. But if you can do the pay what you want thing, you know, and I pay more and with the idea that other people can then go and pay less. Yeah, it's very good advice, Alison. I think each of us have had therapy or counselling at some point and it's been very useful. I was recommended mine. And she was great. And she was, I was at a low edge, uh, lowest I've probably been ever. And um, she was the one who recommended I do stand up. So, For many reasons, we have a lot to not thank her for. But I mean, I suppose. <laughs> Mike keeps asking me if there's anything I want to do other than stand up. Anything, anything, Alison. I'm like, no, no. But honestly, I had no interest in stand up whatsoever. I'd been to one gig. And she was like, no, you need to. And she was very adamant that I'd go on a course. Is that great, though? Because I really do think that um, you doing stand comedy has really changed the course of your life yes. in such a dramatic way. And, and to have someone that, that knows you because you've been with them for a certain amount of time to go, I see something that I think you should do. But also you could have ignored it. You could have ignored her advice, Maureen. And let's be honest, you frequently do. <laughs> I did ignore it. And she was like, have you, have you booked a course yet? And I was like, oh. She was very insistent because I just kept cracking jokes and I really was unaware of it. And as soon as I did it, all my friends went, oh, I can see you doing stand-up. I was like, yeah. why didn't you tell me that 20 years ago? You're like, my deflection <laughs> technique can be a, a career. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I just want to say before I leave, uh, before we finish with the topic of therapists and counselors, let me put this out there too. Often people wait until there is something wrong or something as horrible has happened or they hit a rock bottom. Look, some of the best therapy work can be done when everything is fine. So I also encourage people, even if you're like, I've never even thought about having a therapist. Well, then you know what? you got lots of time to try and find one. And I'll tell you, I just think it's good for everyone to have that third party that does not judge, that listens, and that helps you to see things in a frame that maybe you are not seeing things or to help you to optimally use your brain to the best of its ability. This is what I think therapists and counselors are great for. So also don't wait for something horrible or or that moment in your life. I got to say, I just think everyone could benefit from it. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Oh, my God. A hundred percent. And this is from somebody, and I'm talking about myself just in case it's unclear, um, that really resisted any sort of therapy. Don't ask me why. I think I probably resisted it because I just didn't want to talk about anything. I don't really like talking about feelings. But honestly, it's life changing. And I wish now, now that I'm in my mid 40s, I'm like, this would have been much more useful in my 20s. Not that it's more useful, but this would have been very useful 20 years ago as well. So um, if you can access therapy or counselling, honestly, I urge you, wherever you live, you can find someone that is affordable or alternative that might actually be free if you get referred by your GP, but good luck with that. There's Talking Therapies, which is what I did recently as well, which is free for the NHS. Oh, what's that? Talking Therapies, you ring them up, you answer a few questions, and then they go, okay, and it's basically trainee therapists will come and it's a certain amount. I think you get six sessions. Yeah, but that's quite a good inroad if you're like, I don't know if I want therapy. That could be quite a good inroad in. Yeah, check out Talking Therapies. And last point, if you do try therapy and the person that you're with, it's like, oh, this is not working for me. That doesn't mean that therapy doesn't work. It Don't just abandon. means that they are the it's wrong fit. Don't, yeah. yeah, it's just not yeah. them. So go and find another person. Alison, that was very comprehensive advice and actually incredibly useful. Thank you so much for your Ask Alison moment. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Boy, you look surprised that you're here. I've just woken up. And yet she still has applied mascara and lipstick. I just want to put it. It's called being professional, Alison. (laughs) (laughs) Right, what's everyone been watching on their televisiones this week? Well, I watched a classic movie. Okay. Uh I watched Bullet with Steve McQueen. Oh, that is a classic. That is such a great film. It's a fantastic... Have you seen it, Alison? No, I want to Google it while you're talking. Oh, my God, it's brilliant. Like Even the opening credits and the music, Steve McQueen is in it, you know, the king of cool, and there's Jacqueline Bissett, who's absolutely stunning. I mean, she's so beautiful. And it's got probably one of the best um, car chases in movie history in San Francisco. And he's just, isn't it? It's just a cool movie. Great music as well. Lalo Schifrin. Lalo Schifrin. I was saying to Warren, is it Labisifri? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Warren was like, it was not Labisifri. I was like, no, it wasn't. But the soundtrack to Bullet is by Lalo Schifrin and it is so good, isn't it? It's fantastic. So Everything good. about it is brilliant. It's such a cool film. And there's very little dialogue, isn't there? Because yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of it is just them racing cars, but it's, there's not... I mean, Steve McQueen, he must have got that script and gone, brilliant. I mean, I've got, I've got zero lines to learn. <laughs> if you want a classic, it's on terrestrial TV at the moment. Oh, is it? Is it on? You know when you put the TV on and it just started? It's like, that never happens. It just, and I was like, I've got to watch it. All it is is car chases. It comes on and on and it's worth seeing. It's just such a great movie. Very good recommendation, Maureen. Because I worked every night this week, I haven't really been watching anything, but I had Saturday to myself um, and for a couple of hours, I've been sort of on and off, been watching Avenue 5, which is a um, show which you can get on. Again, it's Sky, so it's on Now TV uh, and HBO. It's called Avenue 5 and it is a Armando Iannucci comedy. And it's set in what can only be described as a space cruise, I guess. And it stars uh, Hugh Laurie and uh, it's got Rebecca Front in it, and it's brilliant. It's I don't think it's been received critically that well, which I don't know why, because it's just hilarious. They're on this... <laughs> they're on this space cruise, right? And basically, I won't go into too much detail, but the space cruise goes off course, OK? And what they find is that this space cruise that was supposed to be like six or eight weeks is now three years <laughs> to get back home. And it's about the story of these people trapped on this space cruise. And then things start to unravel. Like you start to realise in terms of like cutting money or in terms of like trying to create a veneer of like 
Star Trek, that not everything is as it seems. So it's really funny. It's back-to-back jokes. Josh Gad is in it, who, if you have children, will know, is the voice of Olaf in Frozen. He is brilliant as the multimillionaire that owns this spaceship, but he doesn't know anything about the technical side. He's not an engineer. He's just like a billionaire knob. He's brilliant in it, and it's so funny. I was laughing the whole way through. I don't really understand why it hasn't got the love that it deserves. I suppose it's because it's a bit out there and it's a bit daft, but I can recommend it. And the way I would get you into it, Alison, is it's it's quite dark in places. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'm in. It's suitably like, oh, that's quite dark. Um, but How still long funny. are the episodes? They're only like half an hour. Yeah, yeah, they're only half an hour episodes, so definitely worth. And the only other thing I would say is that thank you to the people that recommended that I listen to the Battersea Poltergeist BBC Sounds podcast. I listened to that while I was doing the cleaning. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I listened to the entire thing. So if you haven't listened to that, I can recommend that. It's of the same uh, guy that produced and um, narrated Uncanny, which I recommended a couple of weeks ago. Have you listened to Uncanny yet, Alison? I have been, yeah. Really love it. Great recommendation. Yeah. Well, the Battersea Poltergeist is of the same vein, but instead of being different stories every week, it's the same story over eight or nine episodes. So that is also worth listening to. Alison, what about your horror movie recommendations? Yeah. Yeah, so I chose one. Look, I think this is a great movie. Director Jordan Peele, the movie Get Out. Now. Yes. yes. What a great film. I've never seen it. Oh, you've got to see it, Maureen. The reason why I chose Get Out is because, <laughs> not that I want to paint a negative picture of therapist, but the mother in it is a hypnotherapist. And it's interesting, you know, how they use this character and what the, I don't want to ruin the whole story, but the synopsis is when Chris, a young African-American man, visits his white girlfriend's family estate, he becomes ensnared in the more sinister Real reason for the invitation. This is just such a fascinating... I mean, I loved it. Jen, did you see Get Out? Oh, yes, I did. And I saw it like about four years ago or something. Really liked it. It was one of Jordan Peele's, I think, one of his first... He's so talented. So talented. Because I, I didn't know that he directed it when I watched it. I sort of got told ages afterwards. Sometimes I'm terrible. I don't really take note of who the director is. But I've seen him in lots of comedies and he's, he acts. Oh, he's very funny. Key and Peele, they're wonderful. Yeah. And he did a great job of this. I think it's super creepy. I loved the use of hypnosis for this movie. I liked the concept of it. It addressed some black and white issues. I just thought it was a great horror movie. A Maureen, not a jumpy scare one, more of like a psychological. So you could watch it. I think Maureen could handle this without oh, being yeah. it's, terrified. Yeah, it's a psychological spine chiller. Yeah. It's not gory or anything like that. Yeah. No. Or like even scary, like, ah, it's more just like, it's a very. It stays with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan of it. If you haven't seen Get Out, just watch it. It's great. I don't know where you can watch it. It was on Netflix for ages. You can rent it on Prime Video. Oh, cool. I might watch it again. Alison, thank you very much. That was a great recommendation. Oh, dear. It's that time. Let's do it. (laughs) put my thumb in a corner and I've pulled out a Maureen Younger. Not a euphemism. That's a horrible (laughs) euphemism. course it's the corner time that is often cultural but sometimes just batshit <laughs> Iran has been in the news so I thought oh what do I know about Iran absolutely nothing I mean there's only two films I know uh, Argo which I thought was brilliant so if you've ever seen Argo the ending is very Hollywood but it's a great film but the other film is called Persopolis I don't know if anybody's seen that it's based on a graphic novel. You're holding up a DVD, so no, I have never I've seen it. I've got the DVD. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but since Maureen has mentioned Persepolis, when Maureen has mentioned it in front of other people, everyone has been like, oh, I loved that. That was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. So I had never even heard of it, and it seems to be universally agreed that it's great. Yeah, it was Academy Award nominated in 2008. It's on Amazon Prime, so you can actually watch it. Oh, finally! Ooh. Maureen did Total accident. I mean, I chose it. It just happens to be a fluke that it's on Amazon Prime. You can go see it currently somewhere, everyone. 
I can't believe that you don't have to like plug in a video VHS and travel to the BFI or not even on oh, YouTube. Imagine my amazement. That's great, Maureen. So I'm going to tell you what it's about. I'm going to just read from the back because it's just easier that way. It's based upon the graphic novels of Majan's Satrapi. And I'm thinking of that because Book Club is next week. Thinking of making the graphic novel of this. Our next book club, because I haven't read a graphic novel. Great. Persopolis is a biographical story from the poignant of the hilarious adventures of Margie. Now, when I went to see this, I actually went to see it in Brighton with a mate. She wanted to see it, and I was like, black and white film, kind of cartoon about Iran. Do I hell want to see it? I know I should want to see it, but I was going to be awful. And actually, it's an absolutely brilliant film. It's very funny in places. It's very moving. Not what you think it's going to be. I totally recommend it. So you got a rebellious, heavy metal-loving tomboy experienced the turmoil of adolescence during the tyrannical Iranian Revolution to a teenage exile in Vienna. I picked up at that bit when it, when it got to <laughs> Vienna. You can imagine. I was like, oh, my God, it's in Vienna. She discovers the benefits of freedom can be just as shocking as the oppressive regime she was forced to leave behind. Returning to Iran as an alienated adult, Margie must now decide where it is her heart and her home must lay in this complex, insightful, honest and touching story making Persopolis one of the most sublime animated feature films you're likely to experience. And that is true. And it's kind of relevant now as well, where, you know, you go back home, it's your home country, but you just don't... I mean, I felt like that under Thatcher's Britain. I moved to Paris because uh, Thatcher's Britain wasn't my kind of Britain. So that is... That, obviously, it's not in the same league as Iran or what's happening in the Ukraine. But, you know, it's that thing where she's Iranian, but does she belong in that country now but there's some really funny bits in it as well it's it's tough it'll make you cry and make you laugh and it's a very original story because i know sod all about iran so finding out about the iran and iraqi war was actually quite interesting for me yeah i mean i think despite everything that's been happening in the middle east i think most of us are quite ignorant as to the oh definitely <laughs> the geopolitics of what's happening in that area you know so yeah that sounds very interesting Maureen, and i definitely will watch it especially as i actually can access it this time <laughs> And it's often you'll make suggestions. And I think, oh, yeah, I'll definitely watch that. And But I can't watch it, Maureen. I absolutely can't watch it. Or get the book. Or get the graphic novel, absolutely, which I'm sure you can buy at all good bookshops, but do not buy it on Amazon. Go to your local bookstore and see if they have it. It's cheaper in Waterson's. Our local bookstore is just closing down because people are buying everything on bloody Amazon and it's really annoying. Oh. There's nothing nicer than walking into a bookshop and also supporting a, a local business. Anyway, that sounds like a goat, that does. Yes, it yeah, does. But it's not, it's, it's not this goat, don't worry. Although it would be a great segue. That would have blended right in, yeah. Yeah, but we, we can't do that. We can't have We're blending. We like to have like a complete handbrake turn into each... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lose my shit over... OK, this is it. Right, let's go. It's happening now. <laughs> I cannot handle this. <laughs> what's got my goat train fares train fares I was thinking about this and I think if anyone's get on side is this is going to be Maureen and Alison it is now almost impossible to do our job yeah it's too expensive so you think okay petrol is now insane I'll get trains well good fucking luck with that because train fares appear to have tripled so I'm sure we talked about this last week, or maybe I was just talking yeah. to Maureen, I can't remember. I mean, every conversation I have with Maureen, it all melts into a WTB podcast, if I'm honest. <laughs> but I basically travelled from Belgium to Holland for eight euros. And I had a look at train fares to get to Manchester and I had to get a bloody mortgage out. It's a hundred quid minimum to get to Manchester from London. I'm trying to organise my tour at the moment, right? So I'm trying to organise my tour and find out all my trains. And everything is insane. Even trains, hotels. The, all the hotels I stayed at pre-pandemic, oh, they've gone. Everyone's like, no, you can't afford it now, babe. Do you want a two-star hotel just off the A whatever? No, no, you're going to have to stay in a, in a hostel uh, with a shared bathroom with three men that, frankly, we can't trust. Everything is through the roof expensive and I just don't know how any of us are going to survive. You know, and and I say this as a person, look, I'm very fortunate. We're all fairly fortunate in that we make a decent wage. You know, we're not millionaires by any stretch of the imagination, but we're okay. I just don't know how people are going to pay the 
fuel bills, pay their food bills, mm-hmm. pay their... It's just insane the way this country is going. And so that's got my goat. It's got my goat that we live in a country where we appear to have no infrastructure <laughs> that can literally manage any kind of catastrophe. Like, literally anything happens and the whole of the country just goes, oh, well, we just can't cope with that. Sorry. So what I would like to see, renationalise the fucking railways because oh, I cannot... Yes! Amen. re the railways because I am sick to death of paying through the fucking nose for a train, which often, by the way, is fucking disgusting and not even clean. Doesn't arrive oh. on time. I tried to get back from London, Victoria to Brighton after we went to see Hannah Gadsby morning. You'll be pleased to hear I didn't phone you because that was my immediate instinct. Three trains cancelled, yeah? And then the train I did get, not a direct train. What? Don't worry, I kept it in. I kept the vitriol in just so I could let it out today. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Do I get a discount on a train fare? No, of course I don't get a fucking discount on a train fare. Oh, actually, it would if, I, if I applied for one, I probably would get something. You would. But, but that's not the point. The point is, you just want to get home, don't you? And the mm-hmm. fares go up every year. So that, Maureen and Alison, is what... That's got my gut. I totally agree, Jen. Excellent one. I was looking for gigs in Manchester and I figured out by the time I paid for the train fare, which you're talking about, 98 quid return. It's like, and then you pay for a hotel on top. It's like... You're not making any money. And then no. you've got to pay food. You've got to eat. Mm-hmm. So what have you got at the end? If anything, you're in a deficit. And minus money. You're making minus money. It, it just doesn't make any sense. It's completely bonkers. And I really feel for any sort of newer comedians who oh. are, get paid nothing anyway yeah, and never get a hotel, because often we might get a hotel. As a headline act, you might get a hotel. It's just making this job even harder for anyone that hasn't got mummy and daddy to pay for them to do this job, which also winds me up. This is not a job that is meant for middle-class white people. This is a job that's meant for anybody. This is supposed to be a meritocratic job. I mean, it isn't, but it's supposed to be. (laughs) Look, you wait till November when the fuel prices go up again. This will come back. The goat will be back. You wait. And uh, I'll probably have a drum by then. I saw a really funny, like, photo montage thing where they there's a tramp on the seat and they went, how did you become so poor? Gambling, drugs? What was it? He went, I left the light on. <laughs> I left the gas on before I went mm-hmm. out. I mean, we laugh about it, but I mean... We won't be after April. We won't be. My gas prices have just gone up, I suppose all of us have. It had already gone up. And then they went, uh, little nudge, it's gone up again. I went, what? Like, in six weeks, it's already gone up again. And then just a little nudge, it's going up 30% in November. I was like, fuck you. And a lighter note. um, There is one. (laughs) Well, I mean, I miss Brexit. (laughs) I miss Brexit. I miss Sue Gray. And uh, I miss COVID, actually. I miss those days. Yeah, never mind. Women talking bollocks. If you have enjoyed WTB, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review. Oh, you can check out our socials now on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you never know, we may even get on TikTok. And if you do like the show, please do have a look at our Patreon for bonus content and weekly treats. Well, that did. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.